Hello, junkies. We are live to you from this room in my house. <laughs> Coming at you live, baby. <laughs> Guys, we're live to you on little to no sleep. We were up pretty early at 5 a.m. on a run. Yep, just a nice morning jog to wake us up. In the middle of Marietta. <laughs> Guys, today's episode is going to be about if we could go back in five years, what would we tell ourselves? We got some good stuff for you. We got some deep stuff for you. Get the tissues ready because you're probably going to cry. Probably. So go get them. I'm, go ahead. We'll give you some time. All right, you got them? Okay, great. Let's get started. So back in December, my grandma passed away. Um, We were super like the same person and... There are so many things that I still do, and I'm going to do it forever because she's a big part of my life, but just things that it just screams my grandma. And it's just like kind of funny to sit and like, hmm, yep, that was Marcella. Um, But I think right now, especially the biggest thing, if I could tell myself, I mean, this isn't even five years, this is just back in December a few months ago, but I definitely would tell myself to take time out of my day and and go talk to her or give her a call, go visit her, like just spending time with her because I mean, now I can't and it really, really sucks and really hurts. Um, so definitely her, that's something I would 100% change and I wish I could, but that's not something you can. So here I am giving advice. Um, and also I have my other Nana, she is on my mom's side and she still is here. She's in a nursing home and I, I've purposely been working around my schedule to go and see her. I mean, with COVID and everything, like we haven't been able to like go in to see them, but I'm definitely, I've called her more than I used to and just taking time to listen to what she says or just, just the fact that I get to hear her voice and she gets to hear mine. It just, it feels good, especially when there are people that I can't do that with anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to chime in on that too, actually, because um, back in 2018, I lost my aunt, which is, my, she was honestly like my second mom. So I would, I think back and, it, and it's easy to do this, but you like can't beat yourself up over it too much because it's life. But it's easy to think back, you know, when I remember she lives in Indiana and when she would come to Ohio, she would, you know, like have these like whole days planned out for us and like board games and like wanted to go do all these fun things. And I would cancel on her to go hang out with my high school boyfriend, you know, and it's like, that was the biggest thing when she passed away is I beat myself up so bad over that because it was like, why? Like if you're meant to be with that person, they're going to be there, you know? And if they don't understand that you have family things, which this boyfriend did, but it didn't matter because, you know, when you're that naive, we've talked about this before, you have like FOMO, you know, you, you feel like you got to be with your boyfriend at every, every given second. And that's one thing I just really regret is just not, it's hard to like, what is that one quote from the office? It's like, I wish like you wish, you know, you were in the good old good, days when, when you were in, in the good days. Yeah. Not, not when mm. afterwards. So yeah. So that one's really hard. Um, just, I don't know, go make time for the people in your life. Even if you're like, no, we have time. Life feels super freaking long. But it's so short. Like, it is literally so short. Like, we're going to – 
we're going to be freaking like 60 years old before we know it. <laughs> Seriously, though. So it's just, I don't know. Make time for those people. I know you think you have time and they're going to be there. Um, but, I mean, my aunt passed away, got sick and passed away within a week. You, you don't know. So yeah. if you think you know, you don't. Yeah. And it's not even like just family. Like, of course, you want to spend time with your family and, and make good memories with them. But just people who have a big impact on your life. Just, I mean, like, you know, those people who aren't actually your aunts and uncles that you still call aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. like those people, like yeah. they don't have to be related to you. No. Just make time for them, especially mm-hmm. if they're older, because one, I mean, they're older, so it's shorter time with them. And two, because there is a lot of wisdom in people, like mm-hmm. people who have lived longer than you, obviously know more than you because they have more experience than mm-hmm. you. So it's good to just talk and listen to hear what they say. But I also think on the flip side, I think it's good for like elderly to be around younger like a younger generation because not i think it kind of keeps them on their toes and it makes them think back to like life when they were this age and like you know what i mean and just like i know i know i know some people from experience will get like annoyed if their grandma grandpa needs help with like technology or they're Mm -hmm. trying just to understand something that's going on in life right now and it's like they would they would sit there and, and explain to you all day life back in the day so mm-hmm. it's like sit here and explain life to them now yeah. do you know what i mean because like they don't get it yeah it's like and they want to and like they want to just and like my grandma i mean she all the time is like come over and let me do your laundry mm-hmm. and, and, you, and you know i like part of me feels bad because i'm like no like you know but i think she wants to do that like that's something that yeah. it's like her way to give to me or mm-hmm. be like i love you you know so when your grandma and grandpa are offering those things or whatever, don't view it as, oh, no, you don't have to. Just let them do it because yeah. they want to do it. It makes them feel good. It makes yeah. them feel like they're 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 bringing something good mm-hmm. into your life. And also, like, grandma, once she got to a certain point, she couldn't drive anymore because she just her legs were just weak. And so I would be like the grocery. I was DoorDash, not DoorDash. Instacart. Yeah, I was Instacart before mm-hmm. Instacart was a thing for my grandma. <laughs> and there were times when like you said, like boyfriend things or just like different things that, oh, I would rather be doing this instead of getting my grandma groceries. And I so badly wish she would call me right now and be like, hey, can you go get me some milk and eggs? Like I just, I wish that I could mm-hmm. do that. But yeah. I can't. Yeah. So this is your sign, guys. If you're if you're sitting here and you're like, you've been having, because I know everyone does it. You, you have that feeling on your heart of like, dang, I need to go call my grandma, grandpa, or mm-hmm. I need to go call whoever call them like don't and and I'm bad about it too like you know what I mean it's yeah it's yeah. just call them yeah, this like, is your sign pause the episode right now and call them yes. and then put us back on yes go pause it go call your grandparents go call your aunt and uncle go call whoever has been on your chest to call okay so I said okay it's fine <laughs> it's totally fine I, I meant to say that <laughs> Okay, listen, the next one here is about the preppy high school girls and just all, like, the high school era and just that feeling of, like, not fitting in and, like, just that it doesn't matter. I I feel like I was so different than most girls in high school and I wasn't doing the things that other girls were doing and I, you know, and I wasn't wearing all this name brand clothing and I wasn't sending scandalous pictures to the boys and like you know what I mean and I was viewed as 
you know, so differently for those things. And, you know, I've always been a very muscular person and, you know, I would get made fun of for that or just overall being different, you know, being different is, is such like a, like accepted thing now being Mm -hmm. different. But I feel like when you're in high school and middle school, no, it's not because everyone's kind of trying to find themselves. And if you're a little bit different than the pack, you're usually made fun of. And I know that can be hard. And I know people are like, high school, middle school is the best time of your life, which it can be. But it can also be some of the most like damaging to your foundation of your self-esteem as a person. Yeah. Because it was for me. Because it took a lot for me to... I just always felt like too much or like I was just not good enough. So my point with that is it doesn't matter I look in life now and the girls or the guys that were mean to me or just made rude comments are at the same point in life as me. We're adulting. We're paying our bills. We're going to our job. The guys that are making fun of me are probably Snapchatting me, asking me for, can we hang out? Like, no, we can't. No. Sorry. And the thing is, it's crazy, and I've heard someone talk about this before, is you – it's crazy how those people that have said those things to you, they usually don't remember saying those things to you. But you do. But, yeah, they don't realize that, like, one sentence will stick f- with you for life, mm-hmm. you know? And we're all guilty of it. We've probably done it yeah. to somebody at some point in our life. But my my, I would go back five years and I would tell myself that it's just the materialistic things, the trying to, like, fit in. Just don't try to fit in. Right. Just fit in where you fit in yeah just be yourself yeah and also back to like the popular girls i know jenna and i freshman and sophomore year we sat in the lunchroom at a lunch table together and we sat i think we sat with like like a couple of freshmen like boys Mm -hmm. we were just hanging out with Mm because we have the same sense of humor and personality as a freshman boy apparently (laughs) (laughs) but like you know the lunchroom is like the most i don't know um like what's the word it's just it's like scary yeah. Well, it wasn't and like the everybody time. has a place in the mm-hmm. lunchroom. It's very like click. Yeah. Like, you know, yes. And you, yes. It's like you, you're scared to sit up and like you're scared to like stand up and like take your lunch tray to the trash can. Yeah. Because it's like all eyes on you. Yeah. And at that age, no one really has a filter. Mm-hmm. No one really. So, you know, like people are saying like, you know, now maybe, yes, we, we think things and we don't say them. You know, that's not the case in high school. That's not the case in middle yeah. school. Middle school boys, high school boys, whatever. They say whatever comes to mind they yeah. instantly. So. And it's always loud, too. Loud. Ugh. <laughs> I'm getting PTSD over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we would sit at the lunchroom or at the lunch table together, and we're both loud people, and we're just very much, like, if we're having fun, everybody's going to note it because mm-hmm. we're loud and we're laughing and everything. And I remember that we would, like, I don't even know what would happen. Just something stupid or a joke or something would happen. And we would just absolutely lose our minds laughing. And I'd like look around and people are just giving us like straight daggers to the eyes. I'm like, I'm yeah. just having fun. Like, like, and then, why and, do you got to look at me like that? Yeah. And Hannah and I, well, we're honestly probably not much different now <laughs> than, we were, <laughs> than we were then. But like we were always viewed as like, and I know you've been viewed like this and so have I, as like the flirty girls or like the Ooh, pi- or yeah. like the pick me girls. Yeah. And it's like, no, we weren't. We were just so ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think we got viewed in that light because we didn't hold back or we no. didn't, you know, like come to school with our hair pinned straight and the makeup perfect, like looking good for the boys in the hallway. Like we just came to school to have like a good time. Exactly. And it was just, it, we were always just viewed so differently. And it's like now the girls and the guys and whoever that, that felt that way, it's like, 
they like want to be like us now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like people are like, I just, you're just, I wish I had your personality or blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, you could have, if you didn't build a shitty foundation in high school. I mean, I mean, come on. That's the facts. Yeah. Facts. So staying on the, uh, the middle school, high school trend. Um, I, I know we touched on a couple episodes back that I never actually played like an organized sport on a team. Um, unless you count like intramural softball at school, but I mean, that was kind of fun, but I, I look back and I wish so badly that I just would have at least tried it. Mm-hmm. Like, would I have been good? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You're like, but I don't know. You're exactly. Like, I don't know I if don't I would have been good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just wish I knew, I like, I also have always wanted to be a part of a team and mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, that's my coach. Those yeah. are my teammates, but mm-hmm. I never got to. And like, it kind of sad. Yeah. And I mean, that's how, like, I was the, the sporty softball girl, you know, whatever. And I remember I tried out for, it was called like Brook Singers, basically mm-hmm. like a, you put on like at the end of the year, you put on like a show, like a cabaret, whatever. Yeah. And I remember like feeling borderline embarrassed to do that at first. Like I tried out for it. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. this is not me, but I didn't, I ended up honestly, like at times loving it more than softball. Cause it was so, it was just like. And then you get in, and I was so thankful because I would get in with these crowds of people that maybe I wouldn't have normally hung Mm -hmm. out with. And I just found this, like, respect for them. And it just kind of opened up my eyes to that. I think that was a turning point for me because I'm not going to lie. I used to be kind of a a jerk. like I Or I used to be stuck in my ways of how I viewed people. And I feel like going into cabaret and with, like, with the quote air quote band kids and you know they have like a a A stereotype yeah Yeah. like a stigma to them and I remember just like they were some of my favorite people like at lunch I would look for them like I wanted to go hang out with Mm -hmm. them and you know I didn't I didn't care about that because I don't know I feel like I never really had a click I just fit in where I vibe with somebody you know and also that's another thing I like my senior year of high school because I was the class president. And still, I guess I still am. We're supposed to have a reunion this year too. Yeah, I should probably get on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was the class president, and I've always was one of those like like same thing with Jenna. Like I'll just whoever I vibe with, I vibe with. Like I'm not gonna not talk to you just because like well, fill in the blank answer. Right. And so I think if you are the high school age or you're the I mean whatever age you are. If you're not talking to somebody or not hanging out with somebody, maybe just because they they're in the band and you aren't, or you like you play yeah. softball, yeah. like that doesn't go mean for like it. you can't talk. It's exactly. not like your two worlds can't collide yeah. you exactly. know, together. Yeah, when two worlds collide. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I have regarding high school because this is something I didn't do, and I wish I would have. And partially because I had a boyfriend, because you know I would, you know. You know how it was. You, y'all junkies know what I was doing. And I wish I would have went to all of the school functions. Like, Hannah was really big into school functions and, like, going to, like, all the events and the games and, like, the student section. And I just didn't. Like, I can't say that I would have enjoyed it, but probably would have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you definitely would have. I wish I was in the mindset that I am now in high school, yeah. you know, which I know is not possible, yeah. you know, without going through life. But, you know, and another thing I can, like, tie into that is I'm not saying this for everybody but most just maybe really think about not dating in high school like honestly I I don't take it back you know it it sh- all together yeah. shapes you as a person but at the end of the day I really wish I would not have dated in high school because you you're so naive in high school and you're you're trying to figure yourself out your life out you know nothing about yourself like 
I'm, we're 23 and, and I still am like barely skimming the surface of yeah. like who I am. So in high school, you have no idea. And, you know, and you put all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. with a boyfriend and, you know, and it's like, just no, just don't. And same thing goes for them too. Like they don't know who they are. No. And you're just kind of like, it's just not, I don't know. I'm not saying uh, two of my best friends married their high school sweethearts mm-hmm. and they have kids and whatever. I'm not saying that that isn't possible, but for 80% of the population in high school, I'm just saying don't date, like just go and like have fun and soak it all in. Cherish the lunch table laughs. Yes. Those are the freaking best. Like I remember when I like the first year out of high school, I would, I was on my way to college and you know, it's so different. Mm -hmm. I had a mental breakdown in the car because I wasn't around any of my friends anymore. Like I hadn't laughed that hard in a long time. I remember just like you, like you just don't realize what you have in those moments. And I'm not just, I'm not going to, I'm going to say this is like generalized, not just the lunch table laughs, you know, cause most of us are past that now, right. but just in general, like the laughs that you have with people and those as life goes on and you become more of an adult, those sadly don't happen as often, you know, yeah. and they can, you just got to put yourself around the right people where those can happen because just don't get in with the wrong crowd and like soul sucking people because you're just it's it's not a fun feeling to to not have those like lunch table laughs anymore like once you're an adult. Yeah. So definitely find people that we've literally laughed so hard all weekend. <laughs> my head still like, hurts. My head, my jaw hurts from laughing <laughs> so hard. Let's <laughs> just hop right into it. We're just going to dive right in. Well, I'm diving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I wish that I had taken more pictures with my family and with my friends. Like, I mean, obviously when I'm a te- like a 10-year-old kid, I didn't have a phone or a camera, so I can't like take a pic, you know? But once I did have that ability, I wish that I would just like go off and take so many pictures with people who mean something to me. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to my grandma and things because now that they're gone, or for example, if somebody moves away, like one of my friends from college, he's going back to um, his country. He's, um, he's an international student and he is leaving soon. And not that we didn't take enough pictures, but I just wish there were more. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I spent more time with him, and I wish, like, I had mm-hmm. more pictures. But also on the flip side, and I know we'll, like, agree on this, but not capturing life, like, too much, mm-hmm. like, through your phone. You right. know, it has to be, like, a happy medium, like, where you see, like, for example, people go to concerts, you know, and oh, they're yeah. watching the concert the whole time through their, their phone screen because mm-hmm. they, they want to capture the moment to view later, but it's, like, capture it with your real eyes in real time because yeah. that's going to be so much more memorable than th- the next day through your your phone screen right that was literally i have like on my notes i have like a little drop down arrow that says get off your phone when you're with them <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah. take the pictures and then put the phone down yeah and you're like capture those moments because that's what it's there for like there's nothing wrong with like capturing moments and in, in videos and whatever but like we live in a world where it's habit when something happens the first thing we want to do is pull up snapchat yeah and it you know and then the flip side yes it's nice to have those memories but sometimes it's nice to just like with certain moments it's nice to just like just like experience it in real time. Yeah. And just to know. be there and in like the present. Yeah. yeah. I agree. With the family thing, um, be nice to your mom and dad, obviously, yes. both of your parents. You'll understand one day, you know, like I think back, you know, I was a little brat to my parents, honestly. And of course, yeah, they were going through a lot of stuff themselves, which trickled 
trickles into my life and my attitude and whatever. But it's just once you become an adult and you start to kind of get even like a slight grasp of life, you just understand what they were going through and having their little brat ass kid yell at them in the meantime. I couldn't imagine that that probably made life any easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and we were actually talking to my cousin Lauren today. Shout out Lauren if you're listening. (laughs) But um, my aunt, that's her mom and she lost her in 2018 and it's like, you know, like she said, her biggest regret, and she told us this on FaceTime, is, like, just being being nicer to her mom. Like, she was like, there's so many times where, you know, she was like, she just pissed me off, and, you know, I would get upset about something, or she wouldn't let me go somewhere or whatever, and it's like, or she wanted me to spend time with her, but I wanted to go hang out with my friends, and, you know, I would get mad at her, or I would sass her if I had a bad day, and it's like, little do you know, it could be a week later, and they're gone, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, Lauren tells her friends all the time, you know, if, if her friends get in a fight with her mom or whatever, Lauren will be like, just don't mm-hmm. because they could literally be gone tomorrow. And it's just, it's hard to, it's, I'm not, it sucks to view it like that. But at the end of the day, because I know sometimes emotions trump like reasoning when you're mad. Um, but also this is another one here. And I actually finally understand this one, but your parents trust you. They just worry. You'll thank them one day. And I do. I used to get so mad at my parents because I was like, listen, you don't even understand the kid that you have. Like I used to be like, I'm such a good kid. You know, I'm, I'm home on time. I'm home early. Like I put my phone up at night when you guys would ask, or, you know, I just, whatever it may be, I, I don't ever sneak out or I don't ever do anything. You know what I mean? And, um, it's parents have this where they, they take their mistakes from the past and they place them on you because they're scared that you'll do it. And they just mm-hmm. want to protect you. Um, so if you're younger or even if you're our age and you're still bickering or living with your parents and you feel like, oh, like they're, why are they treating me like this? Like I'm a kid. Well, you still are, first of all. You still yes. are a kid. And second of all, if you're living under their roof, well. Yeah. Um, but it's just, just understand that it they trust you. Minnie, quit playing. <laughs> Okay, so just know that they do trust you. They just worry. But one day when you're on your own and you have, like, more life experience and you're actually away from your parents, you're going to understand why they felt that way. And at the end of the day, we don't have kids yet. You know, we don't know a love like that. We don't know a, you know... um, where we're, you know, where we want to protect someone that badly. We don't know that feeling yet, most of us. So it's it's hard to put yourself in your parents' shoes when you just can't. Right. You know. And my parents, look at what you said about them making mistakes and, and them kind of seeing you go doing what they used to do. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad, my dad used to be in a rock band and he was a drummer and my mom was, she wasn't actually a groupie, but I say that she's a groupie because she dated my dad when he was in the band. So <laughs> they like every night they were like out at bars and, you know, like doing like rock band things, whatever that <laughs> entails. <laughs> but they, we actually just had a family meeting about this uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. anyway. And they told me that, they just are worried about my choices and they don't want me to not that not that their choices were mistakes because obviously they it came with a whole life of love and family and kids and everything but they don't want me to be 
the other side of, of that. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm, and I don't like I'm not going out and getting absolutely plastered every night like I Jen and I literally just like to go out and dance, dance and hang and socialize. out. Socialize. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I, it totally makes sense because especially nowadays with all the the crazy things that happen and people like throwing girls in the back of cars like mm-hmm. that's absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. And it's ab- and it's it is a rational thought like right. it happens it's right. not like it's impossible so right. and they just like it's just a protection thing and mm-hmm. i i remember talking to jenna i was so like i i don't do anything like what am i doing that's so wrong that we have to have a family meeting like i i don't know what i'm doing but then after the fact it was like okay and like, i've had the I guess same conversations with, with my parents and it's hard because it's hard because you see where they're coming from, but you don't fully see where they're coming from because, like, like I said earlier, you don't. We don't understand that type of love towards right. a child, but they don't necessarily fully understand where we're coming from because right. we are. We have our own thoughts. Like yeah. we, we are us. We know what our brain yeah. is thinking at all times, and we know our choices. And we're very, very confident that they're they're ninety five percent of the time very mm-hmm. good ones. So it's hard when you have those moments, or you feel like your parents are disappointed in you. And I think it's one of those things. And my mom always says when she comes at me, sometimes I get mad, but she says, "I'm your mom. I just feel better if I say it. If I just speak it into the air, I feel like I planted that seed." You know, and if it grows, because it grows. she did, because everything mm-hmm. my mom and dad have told me, not everything, but like the big like home run like mm-hmm. points, it's all up here. Oh, always. And that's what I told him. And, and dad, we sat down, and dad was like, "You know what we're going to say? We're just going to say it again." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Cause," it, but okay. at the end of the day, and I, I feel like I, it makes them feel. Mm-hmm better to just say it to you, you know, like to get it out in the air. That's why my mom is always like, I know you're going to make good choices. I just have to say it as your mom. I have to just tell you because it feels right to tell you. So it's just, it's one of those things. If you're going through that right now and you feel like, you know, it's hard because I, yes, there, there are different levels of being a toxic parent. I know some people have that, but when it comes to just your parents being generally you know what I mean? Like concerned about you. Um, just listen, sit down because at the end of the day, these are going to be things that you can carry on with you, you know, later in Mm -hmm. life to your kids. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's actually a good thing to have parents that just overall care about your well being. Mm -hmm. Yes. It can be so freaking frustrating (laughs) and it can be so annoying because you know, you're, you know, you're confident in your choices and I'm confident in my choices and, you know, but your parents, our parents are not in our brains. They don't know yeah. what we're thinking. But it's like, dang it, why do you have to love me so much that you care about what I do? Right. Dang it, let <laughs> me just go be a little hoodlum. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We're not hoodlums. We would never. We have a public service announcement. Um, ding, 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 ding. Not everyone that you come in contact with is going to like you. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason it might be, whether you're too loud, you're too fun, you're friends with too many boys, you're friends with too many girls, you're too pretty, you're too ugly, you smell weird, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. not everyone is going to like you. And as much as you try to get everyone to just be absolutely in love with you, Mm -hmm. it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's just not possible. It's just we're all so unique and we're, we all have, we all just think so differently and we're all into different things. That's like what makes at the end of the day, the world fun and the way that it is and whatever. But with that being said, it's just, you're going to agree to disagree with 
a lot of people. You just are. It's just that's what makes this world like unique. So it's just if you're going out on like an adventure to try to get everybody to like you, you're you're setting yourself up to be very let down because it's just not going to happen. I've been like that. I hate like I hate when someone questions my character or they, you know, or maybe for a slight second, they think I'm a bad person or like based off of maybe a temporary bad choice. You know what I mean? So that's hard. I, I'm very big on that. Like if I do something that maybe in the moment wasn't necessarily Jenna, you know, and it's like, it's hard. It, I don't know. It's, you're just really going to wear yourself out if you really try to get everybody to like you. Yeah. And actually this was last relationship. I know everyone's sick of the breakup episode. It's not a breakup episode. We're just touching on it. So last relationship, um, his mom didn't like me for whatever reason. And I tried so hard. Mm-hmm. I tried being like, you know, what is it? Like, what can I change about myself to get you to like me? Mm-hmm. And then I had to take a step back and say, no, mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm not, I like who I am. And that's really all that matters. As long as I can go to sleep at night and be comfortable with myself and, and love who I am, then mm-hmm. I'm good. I mean, obviously we all have days that we got to work on some things and such, but I like who I am. And I think it's so important, especially, I know this is mainly directed towards girls, but also with guys, I feel like guys are, they can get in their feels sometimes. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times guys worry a lot about things like this, mm-hmm. about like, oh, does so-and-so like me? Who cares if they do, honestly? Yeah, I mean, if they do, you're going to know. Exactly. Like I wrote down here, like, if, if they wanted to, they would. If yes. they like you, you would know. You know, it's 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 black or white. There's no freaking gray. Right. You know, if it's if it's a good, healthy friendship, relationship, you know, whatever it is, like, they like you or you don't, or right. they don't. Like, there's no, if there's an in-between. Then it's a no. It's a no. There's not an in-between, you know? So, yeah, it's just... Don't ever dull your shine, baby. Don't dull your shine, baby girl. All right, listen up. And you know what? We're probably going to we're going to shake the ground with this one. <laughs> Earthquake alert. <laughs> College is overrated. I I know that was ballsy. <laughs> I know. It is. And it's not, but it is for some people. Yes, that for some people mm-hmm. is your keyword. Yeah, for some people, I know college is great, and some people go and you know it sets them up for a great life, and they and they meet people, and they you know whatever. I understand um, it's obviously a good thing, but for some people, it is overrated, and I am one of those people that <laughs> it was overrated for me. Um, I first of all, just a little background. I am not the most book smart. I'm just not, okay? Your girl is not a bookworm, okay? (laughs) Your girl struggles. Your girl cheated off other people's papers. (laughs) I'm just, no, but your your girl actually would just copy her friend's homework, so it's fine. But listen, I struggled in high school, like genuinely. like, Like, high school was not easy for me. Like, I had to actually, like, you know, partially due to ADHD, it's fine. I'm fine. But it just... So when I went into college, I knew I was going to have to try really, really, really freaking hard. And I was prepared for that. I knew I have to try really hard. Um, And I gave it my all. And I fell short 
I just did. And I, and there was a point where I said, okay, I've changed my major three times within three years. I am $19,000 in debt and I am going in circles and I'm not getting anywhere. And there was a point where I was like, y- you just got to stop for a second. And, and you know what I did? I took a semester off. I went back and I realized, nope, I'm still not ready for this because it's just... Some people are very mature in in the sense of after high school, they kind of know what they want to do career-wise. And if that's you, that's great. You're usually the person that's going to thrive in college. I didn't. I was all over the place, you know, just I didn't know anything about myself enough to know that was driving me into a, a career choice. And for most people, I will say it's very, very unrealistic at 17, 18 years old coming out of high school to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Because essentially when you're going into college and you're putting all that thousands of dollars into a degree, you better be damn sure of, like you know what you want to do with your life. And how many people can genuinely say that? Or they they go, they get a degree, oh, they don't use it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you don't have to do everything the white picket fence way. You know, I met people in college that came back when they were like in their 30s and they said, I am so much more ready to do this now because I have life experience. I know what I want to do. I have a family as a driving force to motivate me. I have, you know, X, Y, Z. You don't have that when you're 17, 18 years old. Like, you just don't have that. Some people do. I have best friends that do. It's just, that wasn't me. And no. I beat myself up a long, for a long time over it. Still to this day, people are like, oh, what school do you go to? I'm like, oh, the University of Dropout. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm taking a break. We just put a pause on I it. I just put a pause for three years. It's fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's not something to be ashamed of because... No. I also put here on my notes, it's like, you're as successful as you want to be. Nothing changes if you don't, you know? So degree or no degree, you are as successful as you want to be. And if you don't put in the work, whether it's at your job with no degree or, you know, in school going to, you know, working hard towards a degree, like it's all off of the effort you put in. So, you know, I feel like I don't have a degree and we have a decent job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like a good job. So it's not impossible. So don't feel like you have to put your your entire life on going to college. Right. Right away. And, and there's nothing wrong. Like if you did graduate college or if you are going through college, kudos to you. No, like, seriously. Go off. That's awesome. Exactly. Like, it's, like I'm super you know, proud of you. Yeah. And all of my friends, not all of my friends, but a large portion of my friends who I met in college they all graduated and I was like, oh, like, that's kind of cool. Like, I wish I could do that. But I know myself and mm-hmm. I know that right now, that's not it. And mm-hmm. there's there's nothing wrong with that. I've, I Actually, it's it's been probably like the last like six months that I really got comfortable with that mm-hmm. um, th- to say that it's okay for me to not be on the same track as everybody else yeah. is. I'm finally like that. There was a point yeah. where I was like, what am I doing? You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, Yeah. And it's just like you like you said, it's a lot of money to just mm-hmm. kind of toss up in the air. Whether I'm going to use a degree, whether I'm going to know what I'm I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. when you start, I mean, obviously you have like your like your basics, like the gen eds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you start like those major classes, I I know you said you switched three times. I switched seven times in my college career, mm-hmm. and I was I'm going also for like a fourth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was supposed to be when I came to OVU. I was 
credits wise, I was, I mean, like total credits, I was a junior, but because I had switched around so many different you weren't areas, really, you really weren't no. at any sort of degree. No, like, I, I was still been a school, freshman. That's what I mean. I would have been in school for uh, forever. Like, I'm yeah. not kidding you. Like, I would be like 40. I'm a freshman still. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in with, with, the, with the new freshman. They're like, hey, how are you? Are you my teacher? I'm like, no, I'm nope. your classmate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I felt. And, and also like, it wasn't a matter of, and I know you can relate to this. It wasn't a matter of not being lazy and not wanting to put in the effort because I'm either zero or 100. If I want to do something, I will be the best in the room. It's just how it is. And if I don't care, I just really don't care. And it was one of those things where it wasn't a matter of, oh, this is just too hard. I don't want to do it. It was just, I'm not going to do something that I'm not fully into. And and I know that I'm going to do a great job at it because I just wasn't ready for that. So if you're if you're at that place in life, like don't shame yourself for it. Don't let other people shame you for it. Yes. You know, stand up for yourself in that sense because you're going to get it figured out. Like there's not a rule book and a one track, you know, to life. It's there's just not like you'll figure it out. You will. And it'll be okay too. Okay, so this one's going to sound silly, but I wrote this in my notes. Shop at Goodwill. Save your money. And I know you're like, "What? What are you saying?" Like shop at, I go, I shop at the dollar store all the time, like for like decor. I go to Goodwill all the time for clothes, decor, whatever it may be. And you know what? It's like the things that I've gotten over the years from Goodwill or wherever it may be is like the the items that people are like, where'd you get that? Mm -hmm. It's like at Goodwill for $3. Do you know what I mean? It's like so many people. And I know this, this guy's going to listen to this podcast, but it's actually, this happened last night. I lost my $175 pair of (laughs) Ray-Bans. And, I will, and Hannah goes, go on Amazon and get a fake pair. Like, who cares? They exactly. look the same. Who's going to know? Like, he if, said, but I wanted the real ones. I said, why? what the heck? Like, if, are you going for the aesthetic and, and them looking good? Or are you are you wearing them to say, hey, these are $175? Like, <laughs> I'm just not like that. And I feel like, whatever, if, if you want to be like that, we're not judging. I'm just saying, like, shop at Goodwill. Go to a thrift store. Like, save your money because you've said this and the TikTok that you made, because you're going to need it one day. Yeah. Like, I know you're like, oh, it's fine. Just let me just, you know, whatever. Money, money, it's fine. <laughs> like, you're going to need it eventually. Save it, you know. And little things like that, you know, shopping at, you know, like Five Below has the cutest little things. Or going to the dollar store or to Goodwill or wherever it may be. Why not? Like, mm-hmm. live a simple life, you know. Live within your means, you know. I'm not saying, like, me and Hannah right now could probably have a little bougier lifestyle, but we'd be strapped. Why would you want to be like that? Why not have a simple life and have money to go and and make memories and have fun versus, like, being strapped because, what, you want to have a nice car and a $175 pair of Ray-Bans? No. You know what I mean? It's just... And I, like, I definitely used to be that person. I mean, I'm still kind of, like, on the fence with it. Everyone's like that. It's, like, human nature. Like, yes, you want to have some things that are nice. You know, I do, but... You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I discovered, I didn't discover Gabe's because my mom and my sisters are absolutely addicted to Gabe's, which is fine. It literally, we'll go like, you want to go shopping? I'm like, are we going to Gabe's? They're like, yeah. I'm like, no. Like, I like that store, but they literally could spend five hours in the store and still have things like, oh, I didn't get to go look at the shoes. What do you mean? We were in there since seven o'clock in the morning. Like it's dinner time. I'm hungry. (laughs) But I, um, Gabe's has a lot of nice stuff too. P.S. P.S.A. P.T.S.A. Gabe's really does. I got a lot of cute stuff there the other day. So it's like things like that. 
Nobody's gonna know. Exactly. Like, nobody's gonna know. How would they know? They're gonna know. They'll no, never they know. know. Seriously, they won't. So save your money. Like, even if you go to Goodwill and you see something, like, decor-wise, and you're like, this is kind of ugly. Like, view it in a way of, like, how can I make this cute? Mm-hmm. How can I, like, DIY this? Or how can I style this? Or, you know what I mean? Like, just save your money. And I know you're like, shut up, girl. I want to. I want the bougie lifestyle. You'll just see. You will just see. It'll catch up. And also, back to what you were saying about the memories, like, I would so much rather, now that I guess, back in the day, I was like, I'm going to spend all my money on everything I could see. Mm -hmm. But now, now that I have, like, I guess, adult-ish friends, and we have the ability to, like, go and do things, like, go spend money somewhere else, I, um, I really saved my money this last couple months like my last few like as best as we can for what we make within our means and like we're not saying we're out here saving twenty thousand dollars (laughs) like we're saving money enough if we're ever in a pinch or if with bills or whatever but yeah it's important to do that and then still have money for yourself to go shopping maybe if you need a little retail therapy or if you like you just want to go have drinks with friends or go have dinner or maybe it's your friend's birthday and you want to get them a present like just things like that that you don't really if you're strapping yourself, you don't get to do exactly. Or, you know, back in high school, or whatever, or right at right, right in college, you didn't get to do those things, and it's it's very empowering to get to like be like, I'm gonna go get this person a birthday present, yeah, or like something that, or you know what I mean. It's just and like the girls and I, like we saved up our money because we all have like big girl jobs now, mm-hmm. and we saved up our money like this summer we're gonna go to Cincinnati and like spend the weekend and like go to a baseball game, and, like go out and do fun things mm-hmm. because back when we couldn't save money because we were like paying for gas and for school and for books and everything, mm-hmm. like it was like. Like, oh, do you want to go to Burger King for a girls' night? But it's like, no. Yeah, do you like, want to go walk around Walmart? Literally, literally. <laughs> literally. But now we're like, yeah, let's let's go out. Like, let's take a, a weekend girls' trip. And, like, that's just super cool to be able to do. It's really cool. I love it. And I love, like, being able to now, like, get my parents, like, thoughtful things for Christmas or and I don't mean I don't mean this in like a materialistic way I mean, like, genuinely it's nice to just, like, give back because it's for so long if you really genuinely, like, sit and think about it for so long like if like actually like put this into perspective for so long you know your parents go and and they go and work and they do what we're doing now they put in their 8 hours 10 hours whatever it may be and then they're they're pretty much putting half of that paycheck into you mm-hmm. and something to make you feel good or gifts or food or just like paying bills so you have a freaking home to live in and that gets slept on. You don't realize that until you go in the real world and you actually pay bills and and things yourself and you realize not that it's a sacrifice because they chose to have you, but it is. It's a selfless act that you don't really realize. So it's nice, like, for holidays and just – or, like, t- going out to dinner with your mom and, like, paying for the bill. You that, know what I mean? That is the best feeling. Ever. Like, when we go out to dinner and mom, like, starts getting her boil out, and I'm like, no, no like, I got it. She's like, well, I can pay. I'm like, no. No, like, you've, like, paid for me for how long? Yeah, like, I'm 23 years old. Like, yeah. I definitely had more than one meal. Like, you can get the next one when we go to, like – Ruth Chris's Steakhouse, and it's like $75 for a meal. Like, that's all you, Mom. You got that one. But I'm buying I got Wendy's. I got the four for four. I got the Wendy's four for four. (laughs) The most, like, intuitive thing my mom has ever told me is to not eat yellow snow. And boy, if I would have known that five years ago, it would have saved me a lot of trouble. Uh, You cannot eat that yellow snow. It doesn't, it's in there for life. Yep. Especially if it's on the ground and it's brown, it's not chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> okay guys well we're gonna close out here i feel like this was a very good little episode um we'll keep it on the shorter side 
but I hope you guys gathered some good information from this, um, or just at least like got you thinking about things that you would go back and tell yourself five years ago. If you guys want to, you could even post on your story, something like even a couple of things that you would go back yourself and, you know, tell yourself five years ago, tag us, tag the podcast page or tag one of us individually. Um, yeah. And then we are still going to do a giveaway. We have, I have a list wrote down. So if you guys do that, um, as far as like putting you know the thing in there that you would can't talk put that thing in your story yeah put that thing on your story what you would do five years ago or what you would tell yourself five years ago we'll put you into the giveaway we haven't really decided what we're gonna do yet but it's hannah and i okay we're gonna make it cool don't you worry don't you stress out about that (laughs) (laughs) all right guys it was good talking to you. Sorry that we weren't there last week, but you know what? We have we have a life outside of you guys, but we we love you. And it's it's a sad day when, when we don't hear a podcast on Tuesday. Even though I edit it, and I hear it a lot. <laughs> a okay. single tear falls from my eye. <laughs> okay, guys. And we will see you, Biatch Patookies, next Tuesday. Tuesday.